Okay, you guys, here we go. She runs Ultras episode number 173. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how to supercharge your goals. But before we do that, it's been brought to my attention that we have a lot of new listeners. So I just want to take a second to say hello and welcome. And, you know, I also realized the other day that I have never really introduced myself on this podcast, which it's kind of rude because I just like assume that you guys know who I am and what I do. Um, so sorry, apologies. My name is Megan Gould and I'm an ultra runner and a coach and I am on a mission to help 10,000 women run their very first 50K. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm super excited that you're here. If you're new to ultras, I'm also excited that you are dipping your toes into the ultra waters. And really the point of this podcast is to share my experiences, my wins, my losses, uh, my epic failures, so that you can either do the things that worked for me or avoid the things that didn't work. You can shortcut your process because basically I Googled my way to my first 50K finish and it's not a route that I would recommend. So if you've been around for the, uh, a while, like if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support. I really appreciate you guys showing up every week and listening and sending me texts and DMs and emails and messages. And it's super fun to keep up with you guys as we go along. I mean, I've been at this podcasting thing for a couple of years now. And side note, I started this thing and I had no idea if anyone was going to listen. So it's really cool to get messages from new listeners and from listeners who have been around for a while. So keep them coming. If you have gotten value out of what I have shared, I would really appreciate it if you guys would rate and review the show because that's how more women like you find it and all the resources that I've created to help you hit your goals. And one of those that I want to talk about real quick because I it wouldn't be a normal day in the life of Megan if I didn't talk about the daily shakedown. And if you're not familiar with that, it's basically a movement practice that you do every day that takes your muscles and joints through their greatest pain-free range of motion. When people ask what it's like, I typically say it's a healthy mix of like some yoga-esque stuff and some functional range mobility stuff. You don't have to know or have experience in either of those things um, in order to do this. You basically just need a body. And if you happen to have one of those bodies that you would classify as sore, tight, stiff, out of whack, or to quote someone that I worked with this week, all jacked up, <laughs> then this is for you. All right. So I made a walkthrough video that will demonstrate how to do it. And when I say it, I'm not saying that this one video and this one routine is the only way to do it but it is one way that I'm sharing as sort of a jumping off point so that you can get a sense for how you could create your own shakedown and do it every damn day, all right? So if you go to my website, www.megan-gould, M-E-G-H-A-N-G-O-U-L-D.com forward slash daily shakedown all one word and put your email address in there. I'll send it to you. Okay. 
All right, enough of that. Let's get down to the good stuff. The whole reason why you're here because you want to know how to supercharge your goals. I did a video on this the other day on Instagram. Maybe you guys saw it. I was sitting in the breezeway of my house <laughs> because there was a bird stuck in the breezeway and my our two cats were sort of stalking it. And so I needed to protect the bird. So I wanted to talk about goal setting and I also needed to protect the bird. I was trying to be efficient with my time. So I killed literally two birds with one stone and created this video. But I wanted to talk about the concepts that I described in that video here because they are really powerful and they can really help you supercharge your goals, okay? So these are in no particular order. I think all three are super important. So let's just dive right in. The first thing is being too focused on the outcome and not focused enough on the process. A lot of times, and I fell into this trap too, what's rewarded is what everyone will see. So that could be your pictures from the race, your finish line picture, your medal, the posts that you make about how you ran this race faster than you did last year, or how this is your first or your farthest race. The things that we want people to see, the things that we push to the forefront, that's oftentimes what's rewarded. But not many people will see the day in day out work that has to happen in order for you to get that one picture, that one post, that video clip, the medal, the t-shirt, whatever it might be. So being too focused on that one moment in time, that one object, that one outcome is really going to hold you back because that is fleeting. The stuff that you learn during your training or however long it is that you're leading up to your race is the important stuff. That's the stuff that's going to teach you all the lessons that you need to learn. It's going to allow you to keep going, not only in pursuit of this first goal, but of all your subsequent goals. And they don't even have to be running goals for this stuff to apply. I've learned lots of lessons through ultra training that I have applied to other areas of my life. So being too focused on just achieving this one step thing can really narrow your perspective and really narrow your experience. So being too focused on the outcome and not focused enough on the process is the first thing on this list. Again, they're in no particular order, but I think this one's pretty important. I'm probably going to say that about all of them though. (laughs) So full disclosure. Okay. But just start to think about how can I get more involved in the process of getting to this goal than being so hyper-focused on the outcome? Because here's what's here's the flip side of that. If you are too focused on this one thing and for some reason you fall short, then you will have missed out on all of the good stuff that happened during training that you could be making use of all the lessons, all of the skills, all of the habits, all of the mindsets, all of the things that you could have learned versus just being so hyper-focused on the one thing, on the one outcome, okay? Here's the second thing. Not being 100% committed to doing everything necessary to achieve the goal. This was a big one for me. I did an sort of like an audit of myself going back over the years. And I realized that I've sort of been half in half out. Maybe some of you guys can relate to this, 
that even though I signed up for the thing uh, and I was excited about it, I was still worried that I was going to fail on some level, worried that I didn't have the time or have what it takes. And like just almost sometimes even scared of what it would mean if I did achieve the goal. So like I was in and I was openly committed to it and I was telling everybody that I was going to do it, but I was internally freaking the fuck out and being like, well, what if I fail? What if I don't have time? What if, what if, what if, what if? Well, those what ifs are going to exist regardless. So what I ultimately came to, and I still have a long way to go on this as well, but what I ultimately came to was if I'm going to be worried about something, then I should just be worried about whether or not I'm a hundred percent committed and using that as my litmus test every day. Am I getting up and doing a hundred percent of what is necessary to get to that goal? Even if I don't, cause I can hear some of you guys probably already saying, well, I don't know what it's going to take. Guess what? <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I didn't either at the beginning, but I just started going through the process. You're, you're going to figure out the first couple of steps, and then you're not going to know what the next dozen steps are, but you'll take another step forwards and then a little more light will shine on your path and you'll figure it out as you go. So don't let that hold you back, not knowing what comes next or what you need to do. Okay. You need to just start and be a hundred percent committed to doing everything necessary to achieve your goal and committed to the process of figuring it out as you go. Here's another thing that I want to just throw out there. And I resisted this idea at first, but the more I think about it, the more I think it applies to me. Are you not a hundred percent committed to doing everything necessary to achieve it because you are afraid of your own power and or success? dramatic pause. (laughs) But seriously, I resisted this one at first. And the more I think about it, the more I think that this, I might be, I don't want to say suffering from this, but like, I, I might be in the grips of this. Like, do you even know what you're capable of? Are you excited by that? Or are you afraid of it? Like, what could you possibly achieve if you put everything you had towards this goal. Here's one thing that I started to be afraid of. And it was that I would be, I was worried that people would start to expect more from me and that I would expect more from myself and that I would let those people down, including myself. But that's kind of silly because I'm worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet And I'm psyching myself out from even starting in the first place. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I think probably some of you guys fall victim to this too. So just start to think about this. Are you 100% committed to doing everything necessary to achieve the goal that you want to achieve? Running or not, quite frankly, this could be applied to anything. Let's move on to the third thing. And this one I love. And I think it's super important, just like the other two. (laughs) And I definitely don't spend enough time doing this. And my guess is that you don't either. And that is that you don't spend enough time visualizing the things that you want. 
I heard a quote and I'm not going to remember who to attribute it to. So I apologize, but basically everything is created twice first in your mind or in your head and second in reality. So that begs the question, if you don't spend any time doing the first thing, creating it in your head, AKA visualizing, how do you expect to create it in real life? And when someone posed this question to me, I was like, ah, oh, damn, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> this is bullshit. How did I not think about this ahead of time? And I think uh, visualization has, has gotten a bad rap over the years because we think it has to be some Zen out woo woo process where we light candles and incense and we have crystals. And if you're into that stuff, I fully support it. Whatever items you want to bring into this visualization process, I'm all down for that. But that does not have to be the way that you visualize it. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. It can literally be tiny little snapshots, little, you know, in between moments, right when you sit down at your desk, right when you get up from your desk, right when you start to put on your running shoes, right when you head out the door, like there are tons of little minutes, moments, microseconds, nanoseconds that you could be doing this visualization process. And I actually think that the, that the smaller you go with it, the easier it will be to incorporate. And the more often you'll do it, and the more often you do it, the more likely it is that you'll keep doing it and it will become a habit. And then it will become part of your process and it will supercharge or accelerate how fast you get to your goals. So don't be afraid of this. And it also doesn't have to look like anything specific, right? But you need to start to paint the picture. So one of the ways that I do this is I just think about what's the outcome that I want. I'll give you an example specifically for Tahoe, because that was a real big, scary goal. I would visualize myself at different points along the course, specifically the ones that I was the most nervous about. So one of those was the very first cutoff. Um, my year, the course went from Homewood to Heavenly and back. It changes every year based on the conditions, but my year we went Homewood to Heavenly and back. And the, the start of the race right out of Homewood goes straight up the mountain and it is up. And I live basically at sea level and that is at altitude. So I was very concerned about how I would handle that. And so I would just visualize the climb and my effort and my body, how I felt. And I didn't try to do the whole race. I wasn't trying to visualize 205 miles worth of running. I was doing tiny segments at a time. All right. So break it down. Just like we talk about breaking down big goals into bite-sized pieces, break down your visualizations into bite-sized pieces. Maybe you want um, to finish in a certain time, you could visualize yourself running across the finish line and the, and the clock being there and you see the time that you want, or on, you know, a few minutes or maybe an hour underneath the time that you are aiming for doing this frequently helps to plant the seeds in your brain that you are capable of getting what it is that you want. All right. So if you don't spend any time visualizing right now, start here, like do this, do it right now. When this, when this podcast is over, before you do anything else, stop for like literally 30 seconds, pause the music, pause the podcast, 
maybe close your eyes if it is safe to do so. Stop moving and just sit with yourself for 30 seconds. Think about the thing that it is that you want and visualize one tiny little portion of it. Not the whole damn thing, just one tiny little portion of it. Don't give me any BS about, I don't know which portion to visualize. I'm not doing it right. What if I visualize something and it's not ultimately what I want? Fine that's fine. You will eventually navigate your way to the visualization of the thing that you want. So even if you are listening to this and you're like, I don't really know what I want, just pick something. (laughs) It doesn't even have to be running related. You guys, the more you start to do this, the more you'll start to pull these things into your life and you'll start to see the results. Okay. So let's just recap real quick. The three things that I think you should be doing right now that will supercharge your goals is one, that you focus more on the process than the outcome. The way that I said it before was that right now you're probably too focused on the outcome and not focused enough on the process. Flip it around. Spend more time engaging with the process versus focused on stressing about the outcome of achieving your goal. Okay. The second thing is you're probably not hundred percent committed to doing everything. And I said that weirdly for dramatic emphasis, <laughs> you're not doing everything necessary to achieve the goal. All right. Really think about it. Are you holding yourself back in some way, shape or form? Ask yourself, are you afraid of your own power and success? Are you worried that people will start to expect more from you or that you will expect more from yourself? And are you worried that you can't rise to the occasion? It's okay if you say yes to this. It's a starting point for you to then work through the steps to bust through it and hit those goals and everything and beyond. All right. So just embrace it and be a hundred percent committed to doing everything necessary. And the last thing was that you probably don't spend enough time visualizing what it is that you want. Remember, everything is created twice first in your mind or in your head and second in reality. So if you don't spend any time visualizing, how do you expect for it to come true in real life? Okay, you guys, well, hopefully you found those three things interesting and helpful. I would highly recommend that you do at least one, if not all three of those things immediately. If you were listening to this and you're like, nope, I don't do that. Nope, I don't do that. Nope, I don't do that. Because again, this is part of the process of being engaged in the act of training and not just punching in and punching out. Okay. Um, I had recorded this other little segment here talking about how I firmly believe that more women should run ultras and how when you do so, it helps you to live your quote unquote best life. And I ended up deleting it because I just went off on this like rant about how I feel that the phrase living your best life has been co-opted by so many different brands. And it's it's so cliche now and it's kind of tacky in my mind. Because again, so many people are peddling that to you as a way to buy their thing. But what I'm quote unquote selling you is this idea that you can live your best life, that you can boost your quality of life by doing the hard stuff, which is really what they're not selling you. (laughs) Like they're selling you the quick fix. And what I'm trying to get you to do is the hard stuff. 
And I firmly believe that when you take the more challenging route, when you push your limits mentally, physically, and emotionally, you get more out of it. You get nothing out of the shortcut because you didn't learn anything. You didn't have to put forth any effort. You, you, you get to live your best life without any of the struggle or the strife that actually makes it good. I was talking to Sue, um, one of the members of our, of the, she runs ultras membership. And she was talking about how she's moving and she said, focus in the midst of chaos. And I feel like that's a mindset that a lot of ultra runners and predominantly women can resonate with. I think that when you commit to the idea and the act and the training and the goal of running your first or your farthest ultra, you learn how to focus in the midst of chaos. And that is a super important skill, especially right now with where we are in the world in this time in 2023. So One of the other things that Sue said was, you know, maybe right now is not a good time for me to be training. I'm moving across the country. I've got all these things going on. And I told her, actually, right now is the perfect time because it's not going to get any better. And it also isn't going to get any worse. And even if it does get worse, you will have the skills required to navigate the worst case scenario by not giving up when you're in the midst of chaos. So that's just sort of a thought that I want to leave with you guys for today. Let me know if that resonates with you. Um, If you're part of the Run Your First 50K Facebook group, you can drop me a comment or a note over there. If you're not there already, ladies, I would highly recommend that you come join us. It's a free Facebook group for women who want to train for their first or farthest ultra. Just look for run your first 50 K in Facebook under groups. You'll request to join, answer three quick questions that help us understand how we can help you and you're in. And if you want to be like Sue and take it to the next level and get some coaching and some guidance, guidance and support and training plans and kin stretch classes and all the fun stuff, you can come and join us over in the She Runs Ultras membership community. That's open for two more weeks, you guys, for signups. So you can get that link by going down into the show notes below or going to sherunsultras.com. So all one word, sherunsultras.com. All right. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat, and I'll see you all soon.